It's summer, and I imagine that most of us are ready to ease off the accelerator a bit. It's time more than most summers for renewing, for playing and visiting, a cold beer dangling our feet in the water. So today, I just wanted to touch a little bit on the, um, the gospel theme, where Jesus tells us what we don't expect, basically that it's not all up to me. You know, right as Mark's gospel opens, Jesus comes on the scene proclaiming that the kingdom of God, whatever that is, is at hand. And that now has become our daily prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So now Jesus tries to shine a light on exactly what that kingdom of God is like. Using everyday images, he says, The kingdom of God is as if someone scattered seed on the ground. And he would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He knows not how. Hmm. That means things are happening while we sleep. You know, for me right now, tired after a long pandemic season where I feel like we had to figure out everything from scratch, worrying about how to keep each other safe and sane, this word comes to me to soothe my soul. It reminds me to trust God, full stop, and try to quit trying so hard to control everything that is not mine to control. We, the sower, we spread seeds. Growth happens. We know not how. That's right. The kingdom of God, the reign of God, this life of faith and hope and love is beyond measuring its growth in isolated moments. It's a living, growing thing with lots of curveballs and hurricanes thrown at us. So our lives, growing slow, almost imperceptibly in our midst, love takes time to grow and to show. Those small acts, unnoticed, they do accumulate. Truly, life is this long parade of moments, deceptively inconsequential. Haven't we all encountered a difficult season in our life, and then all of a sudden, we turn around and we find ourselves coming out of it. We're on the other side. Many of you remember what it was like with uh, life with children. Certainly they were the joy of your life, but that season was also difficult. Going anywhere required energy and planning. Do we have the car carrier, the hand wipes, the snack container, a change of diapers, a cell phone? Darn it, I got to go back inside. The kid just erped on me. You know, and then all of a sudden you turn around, and there it is. They're graduating from high school like John Bondurant did this past week. You know, Barbara Green's granddaughter, Maya, she barely survived this childhood heart condition. Her life was touch and go for a long while at the beginning, and that child has always been Barbara's heart, but maybe more so after those long days of desperate prayers and love and medical intervention. And since then, across the miles and across the years, every morning, Maya and Barbara, they share breakfast together on FaceTime. And who knew then 
But Maya is now a beautiful woman who graduated yesterday from UC Davis. And you know, Maya was baptized here many years ago, and so she sent me her um, graduation announcement. And on the back, there's this picture of her just, you know, arms out in her garb, looking up to heaven, and there's a quote from Nelson Mandela above it, and it says, it always seems impossible until it's done. And maybe like Jesus' parables, humor is also disarming. Both of us give us a little space to shift in our thinking. So let me tell you a joke that, that kind of gets at this connection between God's work and ours. So you see, there was this priest, and he was strolling through the beautiful garden, and he complimented the gardener, noticing what can be achieved when human toil and divine providence work together. And the gardener wryly replied, You're right, but you should have seen this garden when nothing but divine providence was working on it. <laughs> and so this is exactly what I'm getting at. Yes, we labor. Our contributions matter, but the growth and the life, that's God's work. For me, discerning progress requires looking back to see where we've been. And for all of those of you out here who keep a journal, it can be eye-opening to go back and, and see what we were so stressed about. Our greatest fears and urgencies of five years ago, they almost hit me with surprise. I read the journal and think, was that me? And yet, even as I was in grief over the loss of my mother, the fury over misunderstandings, the embarrassment of getting it wrong, these episodes actually grow us up along the way to where we are now. Life, like faith and love, resist measurement. As our souls develop, change is rarely noticed. Our changings are unmarked as they happen. St. Paul noticed this as true, saying, we walk by faith, not by sight, figuring out as we go the best we can at the time, and all the while God is steadily working underneath. And Jesus is whispering to us, fear not, I am with you. Things are growing quietly in the soil of our life. Like sowers, we scatter the seeds of our activities, our tiny bits of faith, flung out there. Some are taken by the wind, but they all land somewhere. We sleep our nights and we do our days, and growth mysteriously happens along the way. Wonderfully surprising for all of us achievers in the room, we discover that we are not responsible for the whole nine yards. We obviously play a role. We do the next right thing as we have eyes to see. But there are other forces at play in the outcome of things. Over the years, haven't we found that there's sort of a, a magic in the simple acts of kindness of helping others with happy hearts? Over Memorial Day weekend, I heard about two of our families who helped another new family move into their house. And these small acts of grace along the way they eventually shape lives. Especially in this pandemic, we've seen that we actually do hold each other's lives in our hands. 
our small actions of caring about others, of washing our hands, rather than insisting on exercising our own personal rights, literally and emotionally have saved lives. We know not whose. I'd like to just share an extended quote of life wisdom, solace that I read to myself every once in a while when life gets harder than I think it needs to be. And so I invite you to listen to these words by Jesuit priest Pierre Tejard de Chardin. And maybe these words will soothe your already tired summer soul. He counsels, above all, trust in the slow work of God. We are quite naturally impatient. We should like to skip the intermediate stages. We are impatient of being on the way to something unknown. And yet it is the law of all progress that is made through some stages of instability that may take a long time. And so, I think it is with you. Your ideas mature gradually. Let them grow and take shape themselves without undue haste. Do not try to force them on as though you would be today what time will make you tomorrow. Only God can say what this new spirit gradually forming in you will be. Give him the benefit of believing that his hand is leading you and accept the anxiety of feeling yourself in suspense and incomplete. Above all, trust in the slow work of God. And hopefully this gets you started thinking about your own journey. Because yes, absolutely, times are difficult and the powers of injustice can seem overwhelming. Unfair systems, sickness, bad bosses, massive cyber attacks. These can make our weapons of prayer and small kindnesses seem almost insignificant. Yet, faith has taught us to draw on what St. Paul experienced saying, we continue to be confident, walking by faith and not by sight. Because God's kingdom is not like the world's kingdom. Jesus would have us think again unconventionally. God's kingdom doesn't pride itself on the highest skyscrapers or the biggest stock portfolio. The image Jesus offers for the kingdom of God is we scatter seeds on the ground. We sleep, we rise, night and day the seeds grow. We know not how. Or the kingdom of God is like this teeny tiny mustard seed. So while we're sharing stories with each other this summer around the fire pit, reflecting back and noticing that there just might have been that hidden yet sustaining power working in us all the time. I would invite you to, to go ahead to dare to look back, to look at those things that were perhaps really hard in your life. For example, that when I look back at that first summer that I had at West Point, completely overwhelmed and under-equipped, I never thought I would finish or was even cut out to serve in the Army. And yet, it was in the soil of the Army that I grew for 25 years, facing hard things, but learning about leadership and people 
And it has brought me now to be your rector. You know, for most of us, this past season of global pandemic and national division has been scary and hard. Things have broken down in us. And yet, we begin to emerge on the other side. Our faith invites us to look at and to give thanks for the ways that we have grown and also to give thanks for the many folks who have worked so hard to keep us safe. Because all those little things, they, they add up. And so we trust in the slow work of God, even as we sleep. 